What's going on guys? It's Josh with Love Without Labels. Thank you guys for tuning in to another podcast. We really appreciate it. This one is going to be a little bit different. Last week, Mark did a collaboration with another podcast channel called Two Minute Love Hacks. Edwin is actually the guy behind that page. He's a really awesome guy, but they did a talk about long distance relationships. So Edwin shared that audio with us, and I'm going to give it to you guys today so you can check it out. After you get done listening to this awesome podcast, be sure to go check out Edwin's channel. Remember, it's called Two Minute Love Hacks. Hope you guys enjoy. Thank you for listening. Learning from my prior mistake what you just said you keep the spice in it which means if you act like you're having an affair Welcome back, my faithful lovers. It is your host, Edwin Sarti, uh, coming back to you with another episode in Two Minute Love Hacks. But in this episode, I do have a very good friend of mine, and your name is? Mark Jackson. Mark Jackson. Uh, So today we got this little special for you guys. It's going to be... We're going to go more into detail, especially because we have two perspectives now instead of of just one. And uh, today we're going to be discussing how to handle long-distance relationships and how it's going to work out for you guys. So, Mark, uh, you want to go ahead and lead us off and see how that's going to work out for us? Sure, you bet, Edwin, you bet. Hey, uh, you know, long-distance relationships are probably difficult uh, at best because the aspect of relationship, you know, speaks for itself. We're, we're kind of together. We hang out together, talk together, uh, participate in things together. So, you know, just starting out long distance is going to make it challenging in and of itself. Mm-hmm. And um, from my understanding, you're you're married, correct? I am married. I am. And for how many years? I've been married for 25 years, maybe a little more than that, Edwin. It wow. Maybe 27. <laughs> uh, and this is, and, I, and you know, I, I can't, this is my second go around. I was married. Okay. For nine years and then uh, got a divorce and fortunately learned a lot through that process mm-hmm. so been very different this time around yeah I mean I think I think personally I would feel like long distance relationships only can only last if uh, there's a I feel like there's probably the one important thing that uh, has to occur for a long distance relationship to last i i feel like it's it's more than just trust you know it's um i I feel like it's a combination of a lot of things i feel like it's trust you know how mature the the two people are and i think just in overall the personalities because i feel like you can't have two you know two um extroverts being in being in a long distance relationship i feel like maybe both both might have to be an introvert um and again, going back to the maturity, because like you can't have two immature adults being away from each other, because obviously that could create tension. That could that could create a lot of issues. So uh, definitely, um, long distance relationships are a challenge. But I feel like, and it is possible. It just depends on the type of personality and what kind of person you are, and what what exactly you expect from your partners. Yeah, I, I think that's absolutely right. I think that has a lot to do with it. I also really believe there has to be an end, an end game. You know, mm-hmm. long distance, just for the sake of being long distance with no 
time element put on it where there's not something to look forward to where you're going to be back together again. Uh, I think that is ultimately it's just going to be too hard to work through, even if both people are extremely compatible, you know? Um, Correct. Yeah. It, it's, uh, I mean, in your opinion, what would, what, what would you think would be like the basics, the foundation, the foundation and the ground rules to ma- to maintaining a long distance relationship? Well, coming from somebody who's been, you know, married for 25 years, because I swear my, my longest relationship I've ever had was like five years. And I still don't know how 20 people can manage a 25, 30, 40 year relationship. <laughs> so, give us your secrets. <laughs> well, you know, first of all, even for a good relationship, you have to have time apart. You know, if you're together all the time, it you know not that you won't make it but Mm -hmm. it it gets uh let's just say it gets too familiar i know for my wife and i we we are best friends we hang out together all the time but if we don't have time apart that Mm -hmm. you know things can get stagnant so the fact of being long distance there's a positive side to it in that there's a freshness to the relationship all the time, you know? Correct. So that's a real positive. Um, I, I, I think then you, you have to be able to, um, you know, set those times you are going to see each other, whether it's you meet somewhere in the middle or you go, you go visit each other where you're actually hanging out together and spending time together and that probably mm-hmm. needs to be a fairly regular basis also. Um, you know, because at the end of it, I've had some of my kids, uh, and I have grown adult kids, some of my kids have been in long-distance relationships where there was, there was not an end game, and they were just apart. Right. And those relationships right. didn't make it. You know, they ended up finding somebody where they were, you know, whether it was a work environment or a social environment. That ended up in, that you know it ended up taking over the relationship. Mm. I mean, I kind of do have to agree with that. You know, I, I feel like um, it, there's, I mean, it, it really is a hard subject. I mean, I can't. Sometimes I feel like a psychopath because I always want to be around my significant other, and I'm just like, man, like, how do I stay like even just a day away from you? But I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't know how like people do it. Like, some people are like, yeah, you know, I haven't seen him in about six months. How do you do that? Like, I just, I just can't. Like people are deployed or people who are on business and they're always constantly going away. I, I, I find it hard, but I'm pretty sure it is manageable. I just, I just feel like you just have to know the other person's schedule, how they're doing, you know, being completely honest with them. Um, and I feel like at the same time, you also have to learn how to, you know, how to distract yourself, you know, from your partner. Cause obviously your partner's not always going to be there. So then you, which is kind of a good thing. Cause you can also now start enjoying, you know, your time alone and time, spending time with your friends and family. So, uh, it's it's a long distance relationship is is very tough. So um, yeah, I, I I agree with you. And you know you add you add to it this piece that's I think really it's just hard for us as human beings. And that that piece is called commitment. You know, oh, yeah. <laughs> and that's <Jeez. laughs> that's a whole nother topic for another day. But no kidding, you know, just the, the fact of being committed to somebody and what it takes to be that way. You know, I, I, completely honest in my first relationship, my first marriage, I, I didn't have that commitment, you know, mm. 
And so there were, there's tons of reasons around that, not to go into them, but at the end of the day, I didn't have the commitment level. Ultimately that led to the end of the marriage. But, but what I found in the marriage I'm in now, if, if you are with somebody that is compatible to you, I don't mean like you because differences are great, but they're compatible it's much easier to be committed than it is if you're not compatible with each other, you know, and I think, and I think it would play into the long distance thing. If you, if, if the people are compatible with each other and, and uh, have a lot of likes in common, even though they're very different, they, they probably will be okay. But if they're not compatible with each other, that probably is going to be the end of the relationship. Correct. Now, coming from someone who's been married for 25 years, which I still think it's the same. <laughs> um, how do you how do you spice it up after like so many years? Like, I mean, because I'm pretty sure there's at one point where the relationship seems like a routine. Like, hey, you wake up, tell your love partner, you love them. Good morning. And you get to that stage where it's just kind of like it's all the same for a while. Like, and yeah, I get it here when well, when you guys are together, you guys can spice it up differently. But I don't know if you have, have you ever experienced like in a long or like a long distance relationship and just kind of like been time apart and like you just kind of want to spice things up like how do you spice it up in like a long distance relationship have you ever encountered that well no not with i haven't in a long distance relationship but it would be it's easier mm-hmm. to do in a long distance relationship i think i i can't speak to you know uh-huh. i speak to it from a current relationship and then we could apply that to a long distance relationship but you know when relationships become routine, when you allow yourself to just fall into the same routine and you do the same things over and over again, they get boring. Relationships get boring. And I think that's what ends up happening with, you know, there's so many affairs that happen in relationships today, but I think people get bored, you know? And Mm -hmm. so then the affair it's, it's exciting because it's new and, and they're putting energy in it. It's fresh, it's different, but you know, I think with statistics showing that most second marriages end up in, in divorce also, people get bored Mm -hmm. after that happens, they get bored again, you know? So, (laughs) so (laughs) clearly not for you. No, but what happened for me, this is, you know, in learning from my prior mistake, what you Mm -hmm. just said you keep the spice in it which means if you act like you're having an affair in your relationship if you have times that you're putting the energy and effort into that relationship to spice it up and be different that you would into being an affair having an affair it keeps it that way you know it just keeps Mm -hmm. it that way for my wife and i for instance we we try to get away on a beach trip together once a year just the two of us and you know, nice. and that trip is a trip where we are, uh, we, we just take on different identities for a week, you know, and it, it's fresh and it's new and it's, we, we do things we don't do at home and spice it up and those kind of things. Correct. Yeah, definitely. Um, and it was funny cause I was actually talking to one of my friends cause, uh, she has a husband that's, uh, it's in the military. And I, one time I was having struggles with my current or one of my ex-girlfriends and I was like, yo, I was like, how do you guys do it? Like, y'all have been happy. Like you guys been together. You guys are junior high sweethearts. And I was like, 
And I was like, how do you guys do it? I think at the time I was dating my ex-girlfriend and she, we were together for like four years at the time. And uh, I'm like, how do you guys do it? And then, cause he's been, he was deployed for like every year, I swear. <laughs> um, and she said, well, you know what? We, we still do the same things. Like we still go out to the movies. We still go out to like a walk in the park. I'm like, what do you mean? I was like, he's on like a whole different country. Like he's far away. He goes, exactly. He goes, we'll just FaceTime each other and we'll just go ahead and be walking around the beach or we'll, we'll, we'll be at home. We'll both be watching the same movie. Like we'll, we'll both play it at the same time and we'll just, we'll just be right with each other. And I'm like, that's where I kind of have to say, thankfully we have technology. Cause that's, that's the only reason why maybe people stay safe. Yeah. Cause I mean, just the fact that like me not hearing from my partner for a long time, just cause for me as a guy, it's like, I care a lot about safety and my significant other. And I care, you know, I'm, I'm that guy where it's like, yo, can you text me when you get home? Can you text me when you get off work? I just want to make sure you're fine. You make it home. And I'm just like, wow, like what a, what a big deal of like, of trust. You know, there's, it's more than just trust. It's more like commitment. It's knowing your person's schedule and there's just working it out. Cause like that, that's, that's a whole, that's, that's a whole big commitment. So I feel like if people are, are going to, be in a long distance relationship. It's, it's not something to like say, Hey, it's easy. It's kind of like working with what you got and sticking to it. And if you really, really want to be with that person, then you'll stay committed. So it's, it's definitely a challenge. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's cool, man. I, I bet the, the, that story of your friend and how they, how they stay connected. That, that is awesome. It's, it is amazing. That is really, really cool. You know, and I think, you know, when we talk about this at the at the end of it, at the end of it all, if I think so, so many times we we fight to stay in relationships that we may not should be in to begin with. You know, it's like if Mm. if the relationship is struggling to begin with and and I think usually this from comes from compatibility if you're not, Correct. you know, it's because one person's going to be trying to get the other one to do what they want to do, and the other one's going to be doing the same. And so, if you find yourself at the at these at odds with each other and in conflict early on, that the likelihood is that's not going to change, you know. And so, correct. I, I yes. think some of those relationship pieces, it would be easier to be committed, easier to be honest, easier to be truthful, and and all that if we were with people that we were compatible with, you know? Right. Um, and then, I mean, I've thought about this, but I want to have your intake on this. Do you think long distance relationships are easier when you guys have been together for a longer time or for a shorter period of time? Now, the only reason why I say that question, because longer people might think, oh yeah, it is a longer, a longer thing. Like, you know, you guys have trust. You guys already built that trust. You guys already built that commitment. You guys have, you guys know how your partner is. Now, the reason why I say early is because you know how, like, in the beginning, it's like you really can't stay away from your partner when you first start talking to them. Like, you're always texting them. You're up at night at 2 or 3 yeah. o'clock in the morning talking to them. You talk, you text, like, every five seconds. Like, yeah. do, you, do you think that, like, maybe that can still be, like, a, a save, like, a little bit, a, a little thing to save a long-distance relationship in the beginning? Or what do you think is more effective? Well, I'm kind of like you, Edwin. I, I'm I'm pretty connected. My wife and I are best friends, and so we're used to being mm-hmm. around each other. And if mm-hmm. if we had to do the long-distance thing, of, of course we would from just from uh, a, a loving each other standpoint, but I'd have a hard time doing that for very long, you know, just – Correct. So, uh, for uh, for me personally, 
it would have to be a short-term thing with a definite plan on being able to be back together at some point in time, figuring out how to make that work, you know. But mm-hmm. I don't know. For other people, I mean, yeah, especially for military people, that can be a, a tough issue, you know. And, but hopefully hopefully they have leave and, and are able to, to be able to hook up at points in time that doesn't make it so long before they can see each other too, you know. Correct. And I feel like I think one I think one important thing is that I think when you finally do have that connection with the long distance relationship, like once you guys are uh, talking or once you guys see each other, I think the most important thing is the quality of time that you guys spent when you guys see each other. Because I I, I feel like that's just I, I think that's just a general rule. I don't think that like just because you see each other every single day, it's going to help. Um, cause a lot of people, I've seen people see each other every day and they're miserable. Um, and I feel like if you are going to make that anybody who's out there listening, if you do plan to be in a long distance relationship, make sure it's quality over quantity time. <laughs> cause I mean, it's, it's just one of those things where like you want to enjoy their presence at the moment. You want to enjoy their company at the moment. So take advantage of that time. Either if it's a phone call, if it's a date, if it's a gathering, Make it worthwhile. Man, Edwin, you're so right. That that's probably for anybody to take away today. That's the that's the wisest words of takeaway today is that it has to be quality time. And and that's for anybody. I think that if you don't have quality time, that's why people get bored with each other. You know, there's there's not substance there and deep down inside, I think that's what we all want. We want to make a difference. We want to feel fulfilled and have a purpose. So if we quit doing that in our relationships, then the relationship's going to grow stagnant. Correct. And I don't know, it's just kind of one of those things you just have to take it a day at a time, kind of work with the struggle. Um, it's, it's just, man, I just, I'm still thinking about like how, how would I handle it? I mean, I mean, I'm pretty sure ultimately I would figure out a way but it, I think it was just really sucked just because I'm more of that in, uh, uh, extrovert type of person. Yeah, yeah. So, well, well, you, you said something else that I think is important right there too, Edmund, which was a good statement is you'd figure out a way. And I think, you know, with any relationship, you kind of need to talk and have a plan, have a plan for how you're going to keep it fresh, have a plan for how you're going to have quality time. And like you say, if it's long distance, have a plan for how you're going to make it work. Because if you don't talk through it and kind of go have that plan together, it, mm-hmm. it, it probably is not going to happen, you know, just on its own. Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't know. It's it's definitely a challenge. I mean, I personally would not I would I prefer not to be in a long distance relationship. But I know if it came down to it for like, you know, like if let's say my significant other had, and I, and I think it also depends what type of long distance relationship it is. Cause some people, they leave just cause they want to leave their partner. Like, well, not leave their partner. They just want to go travel and be on their own and not see their partner. Some people do it for business. Some people do it for like military. And I feel like that's also a factor. It's like, know what kind of long distance relationship is it something temporary? Is it something's going to happen? Like once some, like, once a year or it's going to happen like for several years. I feel like that has to be, that also has to be taken in consideration if you want a long distance relationship. Yeah, great point. That's a great point. Yeah. But, um, I mean, that's kind of the gist of it. And what I think, 
how to handle long distance relationship. Anything you want to add, Mark? No, Edwin. I I think uh, enjoyed the time. I liked what you had to say. Uh, hopefully, hopefully, uh, listeners can take something away from this today. Yeah, and if you guys haven't already done so, you know, go ahead and check out you know Mark's page. You know, Love Without Labels. Um, and if you guys have any questions, feel free to call in. You guys are more than welcome to ask us any questions. You know, we're more than welcome to, you know, set up that conversation with you guys and see how we can get going. And uh, so that's all for two minute love hacks. Uh, thank, well, that was not really two minutes, but <laughs> <laughs> thank you for t- thank you for calling in. Uh, and uh, that's all for two minute love hacks. Thank you guys for tuning in. You guys have been nothing but a great audience. Um, don't forget, if you guys do want to listen to me more, you can follow me on Spotify. Uh, you can subscribe to my Instagram. All the links and social media is going to be in the episode's description. Go ahead and share this with all your friends. Don't forget, we do have new podcasts every single Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. And if you guys haven't already done so, download the app Anchor so you guys can call in. Again, ask us any questions and let us know what you guys want to talk about. We are more than welcome to get your emails, get your tweets, get your comments, and we're more than happy to go ahead and answer those uh, and to those who are who are already subscribing to the show, thank you guys. Uh, hopefully, you guys are also become supporters. Please donate, and also you can also donate to Mark. Uh, Mark has a great page. Uh, if you guys haven't already heard that awesome content, I know he's he probably goes farther in depth with me, especially because I'm only doing two minutes and he's doing like 45 minute podcasts. So if you want more details, <laughs> you're more than welcome to ask Mark. And uh, Mark, it was a pleasure having you, Edwin. Thank you so uh, much. Thank you for. Sorry to cut you off, but no, really, thank you for your time. I really appreciate your time and your talk today. Thank you, my faithful lovers. I'll see you guys in the next episode. Take care. Bye.